It's been like 25 minutes already. God damn. Just sitting here like assholes on this couch. I have 12 missed messages from Sal. Oh shit. Me too. And he's sick. Yeah. Oh, he's not coming. Oh shit, he told us this a while ago. Well, we'll just like pretend that we didn't get it. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Um, all uh, right. Well, okay. Crap. He told us to bring a book. Okay, I don't have any books. Uh, I don't have any books either. I don't remember any books. Sal tells me about all my comics. I know, like, I know the comics from the Sunday paper. Yeah? Yeah. Those are, those are comics. Like, I could talk about Garfield. He hates Mondays and loves lasagna. Do they still make Garfield? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> so when you said that you could do the Sunday comics, you, you hadn't actually read Sunday comics. In like five years at least. Yeah, me either. I don't, I don't even know if they exist anymore. Shit. Um, there's a really funny Dilbert comic. Oh yeah? What yeah. happens? Uh, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a tech, and uh, okay. he's like the... The guy who hates people, and he says, you know, in a perfect world, no one would be able to use anything because security is more important than usability. Wait, what's he doing when he says that? Does he have like a cup in his hand? No, no, he just he's sitting at a table. Oh. And and then like, there's another guy uh, who's at his computer and says to complete the login procedure, stare directly into the sun. Is that the joke? That's yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that one a lot. <laughs> I guess you had to be there. Hey, Timothy. <laughs> Hey guys, what are you doing? We're, we're, we're talking about we're doing back issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got Sal's text, didn't you? Yeah. You don't have a book, do you? No, no. no. You're trying to talk about Sunday comics, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. I kind of thought this might happen, even up to the Sunday comics part. So, not to worry. I have prepared a back issues for you guys today. <laughs> Yay! That's so much better than us you talking. Us. Than you guys talking, like yeah, in general. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Certainly not our thousands of fans. Ooh. Well, your thousands of fans. How many and thousands? Now our, what? How many thousands? Almost nine. Almost nine. You're almost over a nine thousand. I thought. We... <laughs> <laughs> over I thought that since um, you know, we just started Hack and Splash page where we cover indie books. My little plug there. Mm. You know. I know. So you slip that right yeah, in. There. Just, yeah. Just. See, hopefully the bar will come in. Hopefully Sal will be better, and then the bar will come in. Right. We'll see. I don't know. Um, that we might... So, are we doing a crossover? Oh, we're so crossover. We're going to cross over. We're going to cross over. I'm going to do an indie book for you guys. One of the more popular indie books that have come out in the past couple of years. Okay. It's not The Walking Dead. I'm just going to put that out there right now. We're not doing <laughs> The Walking Dead right now. We're never doing The Walking Dead. Or maybe we are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do back issues where we're going to cover the first trade paperback of Saga! Came oh, up, so. There it is. <laughs> hey. We're gonna do Saga. I have it in floppies, but we're gonna cover issues one through six today, which is the first trade paperback that they put out. Um, cool. It covers essentially the first arc and then a little extra. So we're gonna cover that. I've like heard a lot that. about this book, but not much very specific. Mostly about how great it is. But yeah, it, I've heard that. Very few details about how it actually works. Well, it is so great. So this is one of, one of those rare back issues where. I'm going to talk to you guys about a book that I adore. You guys can rip apart all you want, but that's not going to change my opinion. Right. Anyone who's watched my show knows that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about this. I think it's going to be fun. And then, 
Inevitably, I'm gonna cover the rest of this on other Hack and Splash pages we're gonna do. Oh. The saga Wait, are we gonna go on Hack and Splash pages? Yeah, you guys Is that the we? Yeah. It yeah. could be. I don't know. It could be anybody. It's whoever shows up that day and wants to listen to me yammer on about this book. Where I'm like, go. Welcome to Back Issues, the special Hack and Splash Saga Continues edition. I am Tiffany. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. This is weird. I usually go. Last you guys yeah, or, or first? I don't yeah. know. So Saga is a book put out by Image. It's one of their, um, you might call it a flagship book at this point, mm-hmm. written by famous comic book author Brian K. Vaughn, who has written, um, he started writing The Runaways, which is something I've also read. It turns out I'm a huge Brian K. Vaughn fan, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote the beginning of The Runaways, which I really dug, um, Doctor Strange the Oath, and Why the Last Man. Oh, cool. Which I think you have. I have the first book of. Yes. And I keep meaning to get the rest of it, and I just haven't gotten around to well, it. I thought I was like, I have the first book, and I keep meaning to read it. But I just, no, I, I could care it. less. I just don't <laughs> care. And it's drawn by Fiona Staples. Their friend Steve Niles, who. What the hell did he work on? I wish Sal was here. He'd tell me. 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night? 30 Days of Night. Steve Niles. Yeah. Hang yeah. on, we just got a text from Sal. It's 30, 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. <laughs> he works on 30 Days of Night, and he actually introduced the two of them. And like that's how they started working on this oh, book cool. together. Cool. Um, Vaughn had kind of finished up um, Why the Last Man and hadn't really been writing comics and like was going to come back. And then in 2012, they put this out and he intended on putting into this book anything and everything that you couldn't put on TV or wouldn't have enough budget to do on TV or in movies. Okay. So, oh, so wanted... it could only be a book. Right, right. Because he's written. He's, had, he's written for TV and he's also done like other properties that have turned into like TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this, he was like, no, like, I'm going to put everything that I couldn't do that was too dirty for, too expensive for, and that's what this book is going to be. And people have tried apparently to court him to get this into something. And he's like, mm-hmm. the point of this was that it <laughs> wouldn't be able to become that. Yeah. Whether or not that'll happen in the future, who knows? But honestly, right, right now, when you read through this book, you're like, yeah, there's like maybe HBO, HBO yeah. maybe. Um, and they, when they pitched this in a sense, and like when they were trying to describe it to people, they're like, it's like Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. Okay. Because everything's got to be something meets. Something well, let me tell you something. It, <laughs> well, that's a that's a pitch. Yeah. It kind of is yeah. in a sense. Okay. And like, um, or a treatment. I you guess. have you definitely like we're talking about. There's an outer space book. Every hack and splash I do, like the majority of the outer space books, <laughs> we're going back. That's to cool. Space on back issues. Um, is this your steering wheel for your ship? <laughs> do you have you, ever, over the have you ever watched my show where I'm like I'm like I'm gonna take you guys places? <laughs> Very. Magic school bus. Yeah. So you got the space element. Yeah. You definitely have, like, the the violence and the, you know, racy sexual aspect of Game of Thrones represented in here. Okay. Um, you did for Star Wars, and I'm sure Game of Thrones as well. I don't know that quite as well, obviously. Um, I haven't really watched it. Um, I'm aware of it, though. You should. It's awesome. I know I should. <laughs> I also want to point this out to you. This issue, issue one, if you notice down here in the corner, yeah. this is the fifth printing. That's how well this book sold. Right. Key. How many printings does a book usually get? A couple sometimes. More popular books will get further printing. They had to send this book to print at least five different times because it kept selling out. Awesome. I've definitely seen second printings, and I'm always impressed when that happens. Yes. Five is like In fact, my number insane. two is also a second printing. I didn't get I didn't get on board Saga right away. I'll be honest. Like I would pick it up, and I was like, I don't know, because 2012, I was fairly... like. Established, like I was like, I understand comics, like you know, and but it was from Sal's perspective, so it was a lot of Spider Man and Batman and all that stuff. And I was just kind of branching out into other companies, so like I would go in through like IDW and like Silent Hill and stuff like that that I had already known property wise. 
And this I kept seeing and I was like, I don't know, sales anybody interested in this. I don't know if I should pick it up. It was literally like that. I was like, I don't I don't know anything. And I picked it up and I was like, you know what? Fuck sound, I got good taste in comics. There's a torso on the cover. I can't get this. There's no torso. Well, not this one. There's one of those. There, uh, the covers for these books, by the way, are spectacular. Up until uh, issue 25, which is current run. By the way, we're doing a current... Like, this book is still ongoing. It's yeah. an ongoing story. Okay. It has arcs in it, but, like... Um, the fact is, like, they handle characters differently than you'll be used to in, like, Batman and stuff like that, because you usually have your established characters in Batman, and they'll come back and whatever. Mm-hmm. In here, we have our, our cast of characters, and they're just going to run into people as the story goes on. And much like you do in life, you're not going to have them constantly with you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, we met that character. We may never see that character again. Or maybe we'll later on. But Who you knows? still follow the main characters, right? Yeah. Okay. For as long as we have them, I suppose. Because issue 25, having we're still... These are our characters. Okay. Um, but Image is a company that cropped up because the artists and writers wanted to create books and tell stories that they wanted to tell. Mm. And so whenever you pick up an image book, you know that this was the story that the artist and the writer wanted to tell, as opposed to, like, you need to um, take care of the marriage. You need to. Yeah, exactly. That's never (laughs) going to, that doesn't happen here. So So they have control. They have control, which means that if they want to kill characters, they just do it. Right. And so when you go into an image book, you know that you never have any idea what could happen. Walking Dead. Issue one. You pick this up in 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 the comic book store, and this is your opening image for this book. It's our character, Alana, the main character, and she is giving birth. Ooh. Okay. You can imagine me in the It's just her face. It's just her face. Saying, am I shitting? Am I shitting? She literally wants to know if she is shitting. (laughs) All right? (laughs) (laughs) So. Am I shitting? It feels like I'm shitting. Yeah. You're like. You're shitting a baby. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's a thing. It's a thing that women, that can happen when a woman is giving birth. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, you're pushing. Yeah, everything's right. pushing down there. This is going in a weird place right now. <laughs> That's where the book's so, taking us. Hey. The book opens, and Alana, our main character, is giving birth to her child, Hazel, which she inevitably is named that. It takes this whole first issue to, for her to get that name. But the, the fact is, like, the narrator, who is Hazel, it's kind of like a Wonder Years kind of thing where she'll come in and she'll just note things that are happening, in right. a sense. Okay. Um, but not any, like, um, it's not, like, overt, like, where she's just, like, she'll hint at things or she'll talk about things in, like, an abstract manner, so you're not, never really certain, like, what's gonna happen. You're, like, because she'll, like, talk about, like, her parents or, like, how, like, you know, sometimes people don't survive, and you're, like, what does that mean? Mm. Like, are you telling me that something's gonna happen to these people? I don't know. Or are you just talking about that in the grand scheme of life? shadowing, or is that... But you are aware that it's Hazel from the get-go. From the get-go. From the get-go. Okay. Because... As she goes on, she introduces them, like, as her parents. And you'll notice, like, in here... <laughs> Wings and horns! <laughs> Wings and horns. That's actually very important. We're going to get to that in a second. I just want to go over the fact that in the book, you have your typical conversations, but then, like, the little writing sketchy area, that's Hazel's okay. narration. It's an interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah, like, she's writing over a scrapbook, almost. Yeah. Like, the comic book is the, like, story of her life, and she's just like, no, this is what happened, this is what I would find out later on, this is, like, how things would turn out in the end, that kind of thing, or, like, this is what I noticed about the universe as my time went on. Alana has wings, and her husband Marco has horns. That's incredibly important, because the main conflict, or, the, like, one of the bigger conflicts that drives this book is there is a war going on. Between their... Between the horns and the wings. Between, yeah. Between. It's like the jets and the sharks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's 
Except they're not actual Damn. sharks. No. These people actually have, have, have fantastical elements and, and wings. Alana is from Landfall, which is the planet. Okay. And Marco is from Wreath, which is the moon that orbits that planet. We okay. have a war between the planet and okay. the moon. Um, at this point, they had been do fighting. Did they, they turn the moon into some sort of Death Star? <sighs> That's no moon. But the conflict between them had grown so like exponentially that never they realized that they were destroying their own like planet and moon. And so they're like, let's not do it here. Let's take it out in space. And so they just started having battles in other places huh. okay. and like they preserve the peace of the homeland and the moon okay. so there's no fighting there but it has That's spilled out into the universe so now other races cultures planets are swept up in this war right, they're like picking sides and stuff it does yeah. well, sometimes they're picking sides sometimes they don't have a choice like they'll mm-hmm. just take a planet and just they're ours now well no now we're fighting here you're the land I don't care I don't, just think I don't care and these two were in their respective armies okay now are they representative of their races? Like, the people from Landfall have wings, the people from the yes. moon have horns? Yes, they have all kinds of wings on Landfall. Sometimes they're feather wings, sometimes they're these like weird fairy insect so wings. Dragonfly wings. Yeah, there's all sorts of wings. Um, and inevitably you find out that her wings do actually work, but like, not really. Like, they do and they don't. Like, it's kind of a controlled thing. She uses them inevitably, but like, in the beginning, they're like, she's like, I can't fly with these. They're just sitting there. Well, they're, they're tiny compared to her body. Like, I know, I know. Yeah, and like, sport her weight. You're like that weird dragon in How to Tame Your Dragon where it's like the pudgy body and the tiny wings. It's like, yeah. a flapping, way too hard, just to get off the ground. Did she say that? No! <laughs> of course and, not. She's never seen that. And movie. Marco's people has all kinds of different horns. They also use magic. Oh, so the moon people use Only magic. one side uses magic? Yeah, they have magic. It seems like it would be magic. a pretty one-sided conflict. So nope. Now, does that mean the land people, or the land... Landfall. people are more technology-based? Yes. Okay. Okay. They have, they use, like, you know, spaceships and blaster weapons and all this stuff. And I, I'm sure that the people on Reef do that, too, but they tend to use more hand-to-hand combat melee weapons okay. and their magic. Now, the magic you actually have to say, like, it's not like blast magic. You have to say, like, an incantation to do it, okay. thus kind of evening the playing field in a sense. So Alana it represent, it, it was a part of her military. She's a really ineffectual part of her military. Okay. And, like, she inevitably gets shipped off um, to, uh, I believe the planet's uh, Cleave. It, there's so many... There's so many names in this book. I gotta tell you right now. Is it um, hard to keep straight? It sounds like it'd be hard. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, here's the thing. What is it just done? We have is- we have 25 issues, and the book has been coming out since March 2012. So there have been some gaps sometimes, and sometimes you need to go back and read the book before the like after the next right. one comes out to remind yourself. That makes sense. Um, the fact is, like, it's worth it sometimes when it when you have to wait for it because the art's great and the writing is great and the story's really interesting. But yeah, sometimes you're like, wait, what? Right. Crap! She doesn't really care. She doesn't want to be a part of it. She it's like a backwater? or It's a really... It's a hellish environment. Okay. It was a planet that was inhabited by a different race of people. They annihilated that... Like, both sides annihilated that race of people, and they are just okay. fighting there. They have, like... There's neutral territory there. Um, it's... it's Again, like, the, this is a shitty war, and, like, the people involved in it are kind of assholes. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, that planet's inconsequential, even though they're... Yeah, just, we'll kill them. We'll kill them all, and then we'll fight there. So yeah. that our planet and moon are fine. That's right. Yeah. That is correct, sir. Is this like, is there a baby? Like, is this like the first, like, interbreed? As far as I know. Okay. Yes. Interesting. She ends up working in one of the prisons as, like, a prison guard. And Marco, who is also a part of, like, his military, who was really into it when he was a youth. Like, he was like, gung-ho, let's do it. Um, he saw his first combat, and he realized, no, this is a nightmare. Right. And what we are doing is, no. This Absolutely is, wrong. This okay. is so wrong. And he gives himself up. 
Oh, wow. He's just like, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. And he lets them take him. And, um, he's in, he's in prison there. I imagine you would give yourself up to your own side. <laughs> no, he just quits. Yeah. And then they, like, because they were he there. He was probably like, in a battle and yep. they were losing and rather than, like, yeah. die. So he just, he <laughs> just, right, he was just like, I'm done. And, um, this doesn't happen in the first arc, but I'll explain it to you guys that they meet in the prison because, like, she was reading a book and this book, it's so stupid. This book becomes so important and such a dumb book. <laughs> and, like, she realizes, like, they start to communicate because they speak two different languages, but they're able to communicate, and, like, neither of them wants this war. And because of the book, like, she starts to, like, accept the idea that, like, these people are, like, equals. You know what I mean? Like, they're both equals. They both, you know, have every right to be not fighting and have their existence. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, I I don't necessarily understand what the conflict is other than they're just fighting. Okay. I mean, it's that's... always happened. And... I don't know if it's always happened. Like, it started and then they just kept going yeah. and now it's just like, well... Now okay. it's just how it is. It's just like, yeah, they, well, this they, is the war. We hate each other. They despise each other. Yeah. Like, in, like, ridiculous way. Yeah. Like, it's like, shoot on sight. If they have... If you're wings and they have horns... Right. Shoot them. Like, if you see well, a movie... how do they get taken prisoner, then, if they, you know... Because they do take prisoners in order to interrogate them. Oh, uh, okay. Twelve hours after meeting, she breaks them out. And they're on the run. Oh, wow. That's fast. That's um, cool. She's like, no. She's like, this guy. And, like, there is something he says later on, but that's going to be later on. You know, we'll talk about that in another show. Yeah. I'm <laughs> can't, can't get it all. It's after... Yeah, that happens, like... Because they, they, the, the book goes, like, linear, but then will also, like, show you things that happened in the past in order to explain things. Okay. Um... And they, the next time that we see them after they, you know, as they're like going on with this is that she's pregnant. Like she's, you know, they write off and then like, I guess very soon after they're wed each other and then she got pregnant Okay. and all of a sudden, like everyone is up in arms about this. Both sides find out about it. So it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet story. Yep. But in space. Is that the book she was reading? With- no, it's not Romeo and Juliet. As far as I know, they're like, Earth doesn't exist in this world. Okay. Like in this universe. Like, this is someplace else. Oh, you thought she was reading Romeo and Juliet and it was like a tie-in? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was not sure. Yeah, two <laughs> lovers born of different houses. <laughs> no, she's... Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. She's reading a trashy romance novel. Ah. Which is why the cover behind us is significant. Because it's a tra- trashy romance novel cover. God damn it. Okay. Um, Wait. But it's, is the trashy romance novel, novel covered, like... Does it have the wing people on it? Or the horn people? No, it's got two different people. It's uh, two different races on them. Unrelated. Oh, to oh okay. Yeah. But like it's, they, it's like a person from Cleve and a person from Fong. Fong isn't a plan, I just made that up. <laughs> Both Landfall and Wreath is takes notice of this fact that they know, like they found out that these two people escaped, got married, are now pregnant. Yeah. And now they at the beginning of this they've had the child and they're okay. like So now they're enemies of both planets. Well or societies. Yeah. The fact yeah. is, both sides want both of them dead right. for creating this abomination, and they both want the child. Wait, they want for the child what? to keep? Mm. I don't know. They Does, want they want the kid. Is the child like the? What, I don't the know. Of some I prophecy s- or something. Wait, there wait. is a. <laughs> so does the child have neither horns nor wings? It has both. I was gonna say that's probably why oh. it hurts so much. Given birth, it's got horns. No, anyway. actually, she says like she she's in pain because she's having labor. Because there is a, uh, because she's a watermelon-sized baby she's coming out of a, a, baby. a hole the size of a golf ball. I would assume that for her species, it's painful. No. It's it's painful for every species. It's a baby. Only humans. What? It's true, yeah. Other species don't experience pain during birth. No, it's because we're upright, though. And, and our heads are big. 
Right, and so is the, they're humanoid. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so both both sides really want them to, to be killed because of the fact that they're concerned that it will lower the morale of their troops if they see two people uh, getting along. Yeah, well, like, yeah. why are we fighting? If yeah, we if they could just get along. Look, they even had a baby. Why are we risking our lives? Yeah. For the stupid So, conflict. yeah, because it's stupid. Right. So, Landfall, the the wings, turns to their, um, I don't want to say their partners of crime, but like the people they have like kind of allied with during this war, mm-hmm. the robot family. The, wait, the robot family? That's what they're called. Actual robots? Yeah, the, ro- the royal robot family. <laughs> okay. Um, Did, who built them? They're, well, no, they're 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 organic. They're 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 sentient. They built themselves. I, they, no. Well, they keep building themselves. You need to understand something about this book. First of all, <laughs> this book is unapologetic. Okay. You just present it with something, and that's just how it is. Oh, so you just have to be like, question it. it. You just accept it. Yeah. So the royal, royal robot family. Worst no, I said the royal robot family. Get over it. I said right. the royal robot family. They have TV heads, and images come up on them sometimes. That's the TV head thing that I've seen. That's awesome. Yeah, you've seen them at cons. You've seen them at cons. Yes. Now see where they come from. See, I always thought every person that had one of those heads was just from Foldy Cooley. No. I don't know what that is. It's no, but he's an actual robot. Eyes. These people uh, have sex, and oh, they're people. They're people. But they're the they're robots. They're people robot with heads. a TV head. Kind of. I mean, I think they're... They have... The reason you know that they have organic... Life to them is that inevitably in this in this first trade paperback, um, princess the princess robot here um, becomes pregnant. Mm. So um, also they have skin and stuff. Well, there's that. And, too. and there's an alligator butt. You know, Data got skin. That's I'm true. sorry, there's a crocodile. <laughs> well, yeah. He's a crocodile. Why not? Uh, so they turn to the robots because they That's are Star Trek, not Star Wars. They, oh my God, they're allied with them, and um, they turn to Prince Robot the Fourth. Um, Prince Robot the Fourth. This robot is surname. It's, he's actually robot. Yes. He's probably just the fourth like, Prince Robot. He's like Bill if, Robot. If you see here, I'm sorry to intrude, but Prince Robot Four the Fourth has a gentleman caller. <laughs> okay. Um, whose father is the king? And that was an alligator who said that. Crocodile. So a crocodile butler thing. Okay. Yep. Um, and he, you know, he's called on by the the like. You know, landfall like secret intelligence because they're like, this is what's happening, blah blah blah, and like they're like, you got to go off and get him. And okay. robots like, I literally just got back from like a two year tour of like hell, mm. and, and I'm like, having sex with my robot wife. Yeah, except he's <laughs> also copyright. having flashbacks, and this is a Ooh. this is a char- this is a character trait of his that's going to carry on. He has like PTSD. Uh, okay. Um, and you'll see it throughout. Like it'll just randomly flash up, and it's really. Horrific things. It's like cool like, illustration of PTSD. He yeah, have it flash on his screen. Yeah, That's so great. like they're having sex here, but they can't continue it because of the fact that having, he's like he's, yeah. he has a flashback right. essentially. I literally, for some reason, my brain went post traumatic static disorder because he's a TV. Because he's the guy's like, look, it doesn't matter, man. Like you got to go off and get them. Like here's the thing, you survived. Your like this. In, it was like a massive like you know sneak attack essentially. And, like okay. you survived this horrific experience. He's like. Your dad sees it as you survived. You didn't win. Uh, so here, so you the, still have to fulfill your And, and here is where we have uh, an air, Avatar The Last Airbender moment. You cannot return to the kingdom until you achieve this. Oh, you have to get your honor back, bitch. What does he have to achieve? He has to kill Marco uh, and Alana and get the kid. 
and he cannot return until that happens. Okay. And he doesn't know that his wife is pregnant yet. He finds so, that out later on. Oh. And then they're like, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. You can't come back. Your right. wife will have a child, and you cannot come back until you achieve this. And he's like, whatever. I can do this. So the robots are like the junior partners here, because they kind of have to do what... Yeah, the kind of. I mean, like, look. The fact is, like, they must be benefiting from. I mean, one he's another. a prince, and he's being ordered around. Right, he's being ordered around, but he's also like, if he's on planet with like the landfall people, he is in charge. Okay. Of them, like, it's just that their governments are working together, and his dad is like angry at him, so he's uh, like, "No, you go, you go, tell him he has to do this." Right. Okay. And like, he's kind of actually shocked by that too. He's like, "I was having sex with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife." Well, I mean, I was trying to, and then I had problems. Yeah, Um, and clearly, one of the other robots have tried to capture them and and horribly failed because both sides show up at the same time. Like, Uh, so like after like they have the kid, they have the kid in the back of like a um, garage, mm -hmm. and they get sold out by the by the by the innkeeper and his wife. Well, I was gonna say that it's by it's he's like a monkey, so he's like a grease monkey. Was there no room at the inn? Um, no, like that's just like where they went. Like that's kind of mechanic. He's a he's a Were there animals monkey. all around? Awesome. Yeah, there's a monkey. Yeah, right, man? there's a monkey. And a goat man. So they both like both sides show up. There's like a bloody battle, and like the three of them survive him out somehow. Like okay. they kind of they all In focus the on well, they all focus yeah. on killing each other because right. they get so angry right. that they kill each other, and then they're like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, now, hooray! Their anger distracted them from capturing us. Yes, exactly, and like. Um, the guy, the guy who sold them out, ended up like using the money to like get a map for them because he felt really proud about selling them out. Okay. And like the map is going to help them to escape the planet. It's an old world map of Cleve, and it's like it's like a fucking pirate's map. It's like here's oh. here's this, here's that, <laughs> and the, and Marco's like, we don't know if this is accurate. And Lana's like, I don't care. All right, we're getting the fuck we're out of here. We're leaving the now. And how are we going to do that? Well, we are going to head to the rocket ship forest. <laughs> A forest of rocket ships? Yeah. Like they grow there? Maybe. The rocket ship forest. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go through the woods, over the uncanny bridge, and they're going to go to the rocket ship. past Murder Valley. Well, they're going to they're gonna go over a murder, murder Valley. They're oh. not going to no, stop in Murder Valley? Nah. I hear it's got really beautiful plumage right now. Well, it'd probably be beneath the uncanny plumage bridge. flowers. Uh, I think. Yeah. The foliage um, there is lovely, though. So, there's... All right, so what do we have so far? We got Alana... Marco and their daughter Hazel, who has just, who is like an hour old, trying to make it to the rocket ship forest with this shitty map. You know that Prince Robot the Fourth is going to be going after them. Okay. And then we meet the Will. The Will. Is he, a dude. Yeah. Is he the man or the cat? The, he's the man. Okay. That's Lion Cat. It's the Will and Lion Cat. The gotcha. Will is a freelancer, and the word "the" indicates that he is a freelancer. Okay. So there are other thes in the galaxy. Okay. And you know that... Is like one of them the way? No, oh, I don't know. We've met that. I've met, in, in this whole time, I've met three thes. Okay. Okay? In, the, in this, we'll actually meet two of them. Are they like a species, or they could be of any species? They could be any species. Okay. This is just, that's their job. They're a freelancer. And this is who the... Um, this is who Wreath hires. Who's Wreath? The moon. The moon. The moon, oh, people, the moon people hire okay. the will. So, so it's the will... And Prince Robot are going to be out after them. Okay. All right. There's a unicorn lady. Yeah, that's her horn. She's She's from Reef. Oh, right. She's like, whatever. Some of them have only one horn. It could be Narwhal. 
Exactly. And she... Well, I mean, although technically narwhals' tusks come out their mouths, those are teeth. No, she's a unicorn lady. Let's be honest. She's a unicorn lady. Whatever. Um, And she tries to tell them that, like, she's like, no, here's the thing, like, Marco, there's a prophecy about him, about how he's gonna, like, bring about, like, the end, like, of millions. And then Lion Cat's like, lying. Because Lion Cat can determine if you're lying or not. Oh, shit. And she's like... Fine. We just don't want them to like ruin the morale, Be alive right? Anymore. This is why the will has Lion Cat. Lion Cat is sentient, can talk, and can let you know when you're lying. That's, That's fair. Cool. He's also one of those hairless cats. So there's he no is a prophecy. hairless cat. No, it's a prophecy. <laughs> Like you're all skin. Ah. Exactly. I don't so, like those cats. so they send the will off. They give him this white card, which means that he can like he's got like unending resources, money wise. He has a backstage pass. So kind of, yeah. So you got you know you got the will and you got Prince Robot the fourth heading out after these guys, and neither of them are too happy about it. Except that the will is a professional, and this is what he does. Right. He gets paid. It's a job. And we end issue one with them Whoa. being screwed. They get to the uncanny bridge and there is a massive battle occurring. With a gigantic turtle. Yeah. Yes. Well, well because like there's <gasps> That's the reef people. He's shooting lasers. Is that Murder Valley? Yeah, it's Murder Valley. Right. And then they're like, nah, we're gonna make this work. And then they end in the regular woods with all these things behind you. Ooh. Pretty much every issue of this book starts with a crazy first image and a crazy, crazy end image. image. Cool. Goddamn hooks. So, by the time we get to issue two, which, by the way, yeah, please take take a look through. By the time we get to issue two, which, by the way, if you bend this cover back, Ben, I'll kill you. This is one of my two signed by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Let me see that real quick. (laughs) I ripped it. Uh, I just ripped it right in half. I didn't bend the cover, though. So, the will, we open this issue with the will being like calling his agent, essentially. He's like an agent. Um, that he works for, and he's like, yeah, so I got in touch with them, and they said there's, like, other people, like, going out after them, like, yeah, we, they hired other, like, freelancers to do this. Oh. Wait, the Reef did? Yeah, they hired multiple, it's like, oh. it's like when, it's like when Vader hires all his bounty hunters. Right. To go after the Millennium Falcon, he's just like, I gotta spread it around here. And he's like, yeah, about that, um, I just wanna let you know, one of them is the Stalk. And the will's like, screw that, I'm out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm gonna take my white card. What? And I'm gonna go to the sextillion and I'm just gonna spend it there until they figure out that I'm not working. Like I'm just gonna do that. I'm the gonna... sextillion? Yeah, we'll go there, don't worry. We're I... gonna we're gonna go to I we... think that's a place where you just have sex a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the sextillion, All right, sextillion The Sextillion comes up more than you think it would. Yeah. You're like well, you go there a lot. Okay. We spend a lot of time in the sextillion. Yeah, but Prince Robot doesn't have a good time there. He does go to the sextillion, though. Yeah, but he doesn't have a good time. He's just like, I, just, I want to. So then we go back to the endless woods where Alana and Marco and Hazel are having a hell of a time getting through them. So does does uh, does Prince Robot ever go HD? <laughs> no, that's actually his dad's issue. His dad is a... You know, they're all like, like tube, tube TVs. Tubes. Yeah, his dad's a giant flat screen. <laughs> TV. That's, that's cool. not even his we final We see that way later on. I, that was like a like a full page like thing. I was like, "What?" Okay. That was the thing. Out of the sextillion, the stock, the everything. It was giant king robot. That I was like, "What?" That was the thing it's for a me. Different technologies of, is a quantum leap forward. Well, yeah, no, no, like he's the king. He's the he's greatest. A flat screen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so they're having a hell of a time getting through the woods, right? And Marco assumes it's because of the fact that. 
the planet is angry because it's like you have literally raped us. Like you have destroyed this planet, you've destroyed the people, and you have no well, they have respect. Well, well, they represent they literally it. represent both species who have done this. It's not like the planet's gonna talk to them and be like, oh, you guys are like defecting from the no, that's cool. Okay, okay, you're all right. But Marco tries. He's like, hey, no, it's cool. Don't worry. Like right. we're all gonna, you know, we'll be fine kill here. This planet. So they're still trying, they're escaping Cleve as Prince Robot the Fourth arrives on Cleve. Okay. And he's like, here's my plan. I'm gonna, uh, he meets up with his landfall uh, liaison there, so this chick who know who knew Alana. Um, and he's going to go to the prison and interview the prisoners to get a feel for Alana and Marco and just to, like, try to find where they are. I mean, it's it's maybe they said something about where right. they're going. That's, like, that's good police work. Yeah. yeah, it is. At the same time, the, the chick who's, like, helping him is like, you're not going to talk to any of, like, the guards? He's like, no, he's like, because I knew her. And he's like, you knew her? He's like, yeah, like, kind of. Like, we worked together, and I knew her from the mess hall, but, like, she was really into reading and, like, really wanted me to read this book, so she gave it to me. And he's like, what books? She's like, oh, it was like a trashy romance novel. And the book you like so well. And he, she gives it to him. And now he has this book, and trust me, he's going to read the hell out of this book to, in order to better understand. Oh, I was going to okay. say, is it going to solve his PTSD? No, but it does happen. Like, he can't help, like, yeah. He freaks like, out again. Yeah, he freaks out again, and they get on the Falcor train. Um, okay. <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It does look cool. It does look cool. And we head back, we jump back to the, the Endless Woods, and they're like, Marco's like, don't worry, look, here's what I'm going to do. Like, don't worry, we'll get out of the Endless Woods. We're going to get... Uh, I, we'll find the end. It's right. got to be here somewhere. We went. We got through Murder Valley, and now we're going to get through the Endless Woods. Don't worry, it's going to be cool. It's going to be totally fine. Here's what I'm going to be like, hey, Woods, it's cool. I'm gonna like lay down my sword and I'm gonna show you we're, we're awesome. It's don't worry about it. Okay. The woods That's aren't impressive. the issue. The issue is the stalk has shown. Oh god. Um. Ah. That's a spider lady. Yeah. It's a naked spider lady. Well, well she's topless. Well, she's got a skirt on. Yeah. And, and hair covering the, the she's movies. She's tastefully nude. Well, no, I mean, like, look, it's not glued <laughs> down. All right. Right. It's hair. Yeah. And she's We're not like, talking pasties. And like, Marco's like, oh, hey, it's cool. Don't worry. Like, I just want to get the hell out of here with my kid. He has no idea who she she's is. from the woods. He doesn't know what the hell's going on, let's right. be honest. And she's like, no, it's cool. Look, I'm the stalk. And he's like, what? And Alana's like, she's a freelancer. We're going to die. Because Alana knows, like, Alana's a little more worldly. Okay. And Marco's just more... Kind of podunk? He, no, he's more like down to earth in a way. Like Alana's... Backwoods. Kind of. Alana's, he's a hick. Alana's very reactionary, in a sense, but she also kind of knows more about the world. Probably because she's from the planet and he's from the moon. Like, it's mm. kind of different worlds. Oh, whoa, the whoa. Are you saying that, like, moon people don't know about um, if you want to call it, If you want to be derogatory, you can call them moonies. <laughs> That's the term used in here. They're moonies. So they're, it's like they're from uh, the moonies. We are calling them rednecks. Yes. But, like, more backcountry hippies. Kind of. Does she stand, well, like, with her tongue? Oh, God! Yeah, she has, like, a tongue... Thing. I just looked down at that. That's horrible. So she's like, no. She's that. like, here's the thing. I'm gonna kill both of you, and then I'm gonna take the kid, and I'm gonna go because I see Alana. You have um. a stun gun, and that's it. That's not gonna do anything to me. It's, not gonna do, it's literally not gonna do anything to me. And I've got like ten weapons. One <laughs> in so, each of my spider. Arms. Yeah. Plus, uh, the, like, plus a couple to hold her up. Right. Like, she's got the two for the shotgun. Yeah. So and not, she has a belt. It's not a belt. It's a lance. The the freelancers have these lance things that they like whip out. You oh, know, like those freelancers. The, with the lance. Well, it doesn't look like it's a lance. It well, looks it like is. It's, it's like a lightsaber, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. like flick it out. Well, well right no, it's, now, like a, it's like the ones in the, the store. Oh, it's like collapsible? <laughs> it out. Okay, sure. Um, and Alana's like, you're right. You know what? It's not going to kill you. 
but it will kill my child. And she puts the gun that she has against the kid's head. And she's like, and I would rather kill my newborn child than let you have her. What? Because I'm not going to let you take her back to them. I'm not going to do it. Because who knows what they're going to do. And this dog's like, bitch. That's that's crazy. She's like, you're cold. Uh, (laughs) And at that point, the the woods start making, like, ooh sounds. Like ghost sounds. Ooh. You know, like you're a depression ghost. Ooh. Ooh, I remember. <laughs> and the stock's like, I'm getting out of here. It's the horrors. The horrors are coming. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna bail because I have a feeling that when I come back you'll already be dead. It's horrors. Wait, yeah. Wait. So alright. The the will is freaked out by the stock. Well, there's a reason for And is? the stock is freaked out by the horrors. Right, let, let me give a little bad. Everything is just more badass. Well, it's not that they were badass. The will and the stock used to be together. Oh. And things didn't end well for them. So okay. he's like, I don't care. She's she, A, I know she's a better freelancer than I am, and B, I don't want to deal with her. Okay? Right. Like I said it's some stupid things. It. She said some stupid things. I cut off both of her arms. I'm going to the sextillion. <laughs> she doesn't have arms. She's just got eight legs. Well no, they're arms. They have hands. Yeah, but I'm saying like up here on the torso. Well, no, no arms. well that's to make her look like she's like vulnerable. Right. And then like So you don't consider her a threat because exactly. you don't see that she's got all those legs. all those arms. She, she cut off her own arms. Cut, I don't think she had arms. To make herself Seem more threatening. Oh my gosh. What if you had mechanical arms? (laughs) Oh my god. So the stock runs off and is like, you better just kill your kid if the horrors are coming. Because you're better off that way. Okay. Whoa, god. And and Alana's like, we gotta get the hell out of here. And Marco is down for the count. He is dying. Yeah, Yeah, he he got stabbed in the goddamn shoulder. shoulder. And and we know from a Superman book, I'm sorry, a Wolverine book, that a stab through the shoulder, you'll die in like seconds. Well, I assume it's also, like, it, it probably hits something significant. It, it may also have been poison. That's what I was yeah. thinking, because it looked barbed. Because she's, yeah. she's a spider. And she's a spider. She's a spider lady. Um, and the horrors start, like, talking. Like, mm. you see all these, like, hello, 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 hello. Like, you're like, what the hell is happening? Uh, Ghosts are happening. And they're children. Yep. I mean, they're dead kids. Well, yeah. Mm. Can I trust you with this to look through if you want to? <laughs> You'd better not. She'd give up. <laughs> Well, you're going to have the same problem as issue three, because that's the other one that I got. Also signed? Yeah. Can't touch any of these books. You can touch the others later. So we meet these 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 ghost kids, right? And, okay. like, what they are are their people made a bond, essentially, with the planet that, like, after they died, they would come back and protect it. They're like, we didn't know you guys were just going to show up and kill all of us, so that's really a shitty deal. Right. Like, we all died, and now we're all stuck here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So these are people from Cleve. Yeah, these are the, the original... The Clevites? Clevians. <laughs> Clevids? Clevids, yeah. No, don't call them Clevids. It's too close to cleavage. I know. Uh, well, there's a lot of that in this book. Yeah. I like in this it. story. There's a lot of boobies here. <laughs> um, you see a lot of breasts in this book. Yeah. Uh, a lot of breasts. It's just kind of like... You just kind of get used to it. You're like, but yeah, two of them were definitely spider boobs. And yeah. yeah. She's freaky. She's humanoid. Are um, these all children? These these representatives are. Okay. Like, they're just kind of a group. Um, oh, this is Torso. Yeah, it's Torso Jane. Her name is Isabel. And, I'm calling her Torso. Okay. And, like, the kids are like, we should get rid of them. Like, they're 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 from the, like, they killed our planet. And she's yeah. like, okay, look, they didn't. They These two specifically didn't. Right. And they seem like they're in a bad way, so we should help them. And the other kids are like, I'm out of here. I don't care. Oh, wow. So they she actually knows what's up. Well, yeah. Isabel is kind of mature for her age, as you'll find out. And like Alana's like, I don't, I don't want to trust you. Whatever. She's like, my my, my husband is dying. What am I gonna do? And like, he's like, you need to help me cast like a spell. 
and I, I only need one component for this spell, and it's snow. And she's like, it's like a million degrees here, and there's not even water. Where the hell am I going to find snow? Mm-hmm. And she looks at the map, and she realizes there's a mountain range. And she's like, that altitude, they're going to have snow. And, like, Isabel, like, she's like, I need you to help me. And Isabel's like, all right, fine, I will. But you got to give me something. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. She's like, take me with you. I'm going to get the hell off of this planet. Because <laughs> they can't leave. And she's tired of being here. Well, then how can she leave? Well, she could float around, though. Couldn't she just fly away? No, I guess not. I guess she has to, like, go with them somehow in this, like... She has to be in a spaceship. Well, yeah, I mean, like... Leave. She I could mean, love Or a giant leave. turtle. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a, exactly. We, there are giant turtles in this book. So, let me go back to the prison. To be fair, it was more of a tortoise. Oh, there's see. the book. There's yeah. the book. D. Oswald heist a nighttime smoke. Okay. Okay. Let's just look like... She looks like a flesh person. He looks like a rock. I person. think she might have wings. I don't know. <laughs> so, Prince Charles interviewing this guy who knew Marco, and like he's one of the alien species that works with the wreath or whatever. Like he's associated with the wreath in some way. He's okay. a triceratops. Yeah. And that. Yeah, he's also that. Um, and like they have no regard for each other. And like he just wants to like he's like, what do you know about him? And the guy's like doesn't really say anything. He knows that like what his name is. He asks about the book. The guy doesn't know anything about the book. The triceratops man asks him about a specific battle. And like how like like he like if he was there, Pedro was like, yeah, I was there. And then the guy laughs, and he's like, what are you laughing about? And he's like, I was just thinking about how many of you we like kicked the shit out and buried in the ground. Oh shit! And then Prince Robot loses his shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Tell you this guy is like the war really messed with him. Yeah. And like this again, this is a character trait that's going to continue with Prince Robot. Prince Robot is a really well written character, even if you hate him. Is he a dick? I don't hate him. He's kind of a dick. Okay. He's kind of, I mean, like, you feel bad. He's like, it's kind of like Zuko, but, like, mm. uh, a grown-up version of Zuko. Right. Who has a TV head. <laughs> um, so, essentially, like, he, he's, like, he's just starting, like, his... He's beating the shit out of this guy. He's beating the shit out of this guy, and he's, his like... arm turned into a cannon. Oh, all prince people can do that. They have, like, cannon arms. All the robots, or just the prince robots? Uh, all the robots. All, all the right. robot people can do something similar to that. Like, I guess they can get upgrades or something like that. Because, like, they mentioned, like, early on when, like, he was having sex with his wife, like, she mentioned that, like, had, like that clearly, like, the doctors didn't do a good job on his leg or something like oh. that. I don't, I don't really know what they're made out of. They're made out of robotics. Ro- robo-organics. Yeah. Um, so, organic makes sense. we jump back to Alana and Isabel and Hazel and Marco. And, and by the way, Alana is carrying all of them. Except for Isabel. She's carrying the baby. She's walking up this mountain and she's got Marco slung on her back. Crazy. She does crossfit. Don't worry. I mean, like, she is, like, she was a warrior. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's what she does. That's crossfit. She works out all the time. And Isabel's like, She's doing a fireman. We're never going to make it up this mountain. Yeah. With how slowly we're going. You have, I know a shortcut. Let's take it. And Alana's like, I don't trust you at all. Are you kidding me? And let me tell you, I'm reading this and I'm like, this is Frodo, Sam, and Gall. Right here, what the hell? I was about to be like, yeah. we have to take a shortcut through the mountain. They do. <laughs> I would not go through. Is the spider lady going to come back? <laughs> no, no, she No, they're going to wake up something else. And something like, the dwarves have dug too deep. Isabel's like, listen, your husband is going to bleed out before we get the hell up here. You need to trust me. And she's is like, that not snow right there? No, it's just ground. God damn it. Um, And she's like, how am I going to trust you? And she's like, I will make... A bond with your child. What? Like why would that help? You'll see. We'll, we'll, like, so she's like, no, I don't trust you. You can't bond with my she's child. She's like, no, look, like it's not gonna, like it's not gonna help me unless we do this. 
Like, if we go, if we don't go through the mountain, I don't get to leave the planet. So let's do this. And right. then, I, honestly, I think the bond comes a little bit later on, but that's, it's going to happen. Okay. Like, in the next few pages. We're we back to spider lady. Oh my god, we jump back to the stock who's, like, trying to escape these, like, warthog beasts. These and hellbores she, from... And she calls the will. And the will is, like, eating cereal <laughs> headed towards the sextillion. Because he's like, I hate life. <laughs> and the ship's like, hey, the stock's calling. He's like, yeah, I'm not picking that up. I'm never talking to her again. And Lion Cat's all like, you're lying. <laughs> God damn it, Lion Cat. Like, you told you not to do that to me. Yeah. So. The, How many conversations have we had? Yeah. <laughs> so the stock's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this job. Like, I found them. They're a little more hard. Like, they're a little harder to deal with than I thought. So, like, you want to come and help me? And he's like, yeah, no, I'd rather not. Like, why don't you just go and have your big career and just leave me the hell alone? Like, he's kind of a one. Yeah. <laughs> about this. I'm going to the sextillion. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, screw it. And, like, he's just like, and he's just set on that. He's like, I'm just going to the sextillion. You're fine. And she calls him bald and that's it. Like, she's like, but she calls I'm going to be destroyed by the boars from fucking... I know, she doesn't care about the boars. Yeah, she's just like, I just want help getting these guys. The boars are just to have a visually... Well, she's like, come on, it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. Enjoy all those good times we had. We'll work together. He's like, nah, man. I would literally rather just eat cereal and go to the sextillion. 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 It even says sextillion. I think that what happened between them was he was really into it, and then he found out she had spider legs, and then he was like... Yeah, he saw the dress no, and, like, the top torso, and he, he was like, yeah, baby. No, what happened was, like, yeah. they were... Well, she wanted to put the stinger in him one time, and he was like, that's too far. <laughs> they I, were they were doing a job, and part of the job involved her, like, sleeping around with some guys. Oh. And she was like, she's like, that was part of the job. He's like, yeah, I bet it was. Well, anyway, go have a great career. Like, he mm-hmm. essentially kind of calls her a whore. Right. <laughs> that's it. So, like, the will's just like, screw you, the stock. And the stock's like, oh, God. He calls her the stock. Yeah. Well, she calls the, the will. Like, they're the will, the stock. He should call her stock. No, it's the stock. It's so formal. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like having a sash. <laughs> like, the Ethan. Right. And the Ben. Well, the Ben is a thing. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> nope. So the, their, their shortcut they're going to go through takes them through this, this cavern, this cave that has, like, a boat in it. And when they get there, like, she's like, I'm going to bond with your child. And she's like, what does that mean? It just means that, like, I'm going to be with your kid forever. And, like, I'm going to help you to take care of her. And And it just means that, like, I'm going to be there to protect her no matter what. And she's like, well, will it hurt? She's like, it will when it ends. Like, when, like, essentially, like, when it's over. Like, when will it end? When, when Hazel dies. Oh. Or if, like, it'll hurt. But it'll, torso, it'll hurt Hazel. I get, no, I think it'll hurt. It'll hurt Isabel or torso, which is calling her so <laughs> lovingly. And and they and they make the bond. I forgot her name was Isabel. Her fair. name is Isabel. <laughs> so the end. Wait, of this, her name's not Torso. No, surprisingly okay. enough, no. And the book ends it's... with them on the boat, and they're sailing through this cavern, and like Marco is. Um, murmuring in his sleep and he's just like where's my bride and she's like I'm right here and he's like where's Gwendolyn and she's like who the fuck is Gwendolyn that is the end of it just her like (laughs) who the fuck I was gonna say we've all been in that situation before but I don't know if we've been in that exact (laughs) situation where your wife has tried to save your life while carrying your one day old child dealing with a ghost and you're talking about your other bride and you're talking about Gwendolyn who the fuck is Gwen? And like, that, that image is amazing. <laughs> chapter four. They call them chapters, but it's issue four opens up at the sextillion. Yes. Yay. Are you ready for this? Finally. Totally. We get to the sextillion. Ah, God, what? no. 
fuck is that? that? Alright, I am done with the sextillion. No more sextillion. Welcome to the sextillion. The will shows up. And he, he wants, he's going to the sextillion. And they're like, hey, that is awesome. You're the will. That's they're great. They're heads it's, with legs. Oh, well, yeah, it's like. They're giant heads with legs. Well, yeah, I mean, like. They give great heads. They serve all kinds of clientele there. It's right. any, anything you want or anything you can imagine can be found at the sextillion. Yeah, and he's just lying. So that's what he's imagining? Well, no, no, no. Like, that's not what he's, but like, oh. they have all these things. You can oh. find anything there. Okay. Including giant headed legs. Yes. And they're like, okay, here's the deal. You can't bring animals in, but not to worry. We have plenty of livestock or animals for you to, you know, <laughs> fornicate with down below. And he's like, but he's my sidekick. By law, he's allowed to go. And they're like, well, not here. Also, leave your weapons behind. So he's like, Mm-mm. well, he like well, drapes his weapons over okay. a lion cat. He's like, you can go back to the ship. So has he never been to the sextillion before? I, um... He doesn't know the rules? I guess it kind of indicates that he probably has. He probably can't afford it. Typically. He's probably heard of the sextillion. He's like, I finally got a white card. I can I'm do whatever I want. The sextillion. So the sextillion, is that like Ryza in Star Trek? It's just like the pleasure planet place? Sure. If it was the most debaucherous <laughs> place you've ever heard of, and yeah. Not, and not just like people in And like sofas. everyone had a whore <laughs> Like all the time. Right. And the reason he says lying, by the way, is because like the world's like, man, you would have had a lousy time anyway. Uh, like, <laughs> so I have feelings too, you know. So, and a penis. You know, let's finish up the Will story real okay. quick for this issue because the Will goes to the sextillion. Right. And it's oh my goodness. <laughs> it's just oh it, it is like it is just sex. Everywhere. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of sex. Like in every form you could a lot imagine. Of people with wings. Well, yeah, because they're like angels here in a sense. Like, oh. this, is this area here, and like she's got a strap on. Because like, I was they're thinking, like, down on each other. If it wasn't wings, it, or if it wasn't angels, it was the people from right. Landfall. And you got this like furry kind of thing, oh, fur suited thing, and like whatever. I think that's a tyrannosaurus. Different rooms. Yeah, it's tyrannosaurus. He's got a little or patch. He's wearing like a he's wearing a suit. A, yeah, he's wearing a little suit. And he's got this human centipede thing up uh. here, and like this chick whipping this marching band. Like it's. It's just whatever you can imagine. It's the most extreme red light district you've ever been, and like there's just levels and levels and levels, and like the wheels just wandering through, and like he meets this guy who's like, clearly this isn't what you're looking for. Right. He's like, but I got what you're looking for, because clearly what it was was you and your last girl. She probably used to give you the business, right? And that's what you're kind of looking for. But no, what you actually need is to make it the other way around. You need a sex slave. Okay, I can tell by looking at you. You need a sex slave. I'm pretty sure I can tell. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm no. Not, He's like there's like a there's like an animal that looks like this, right? It's like some sort of newt, right? It's a frill, yeah. something like that, yeah. yeah. Or like something. It's not a newt. It's something. This is where like that fact's gonna come up. It's a fish. Form. No, no. It's definitely an underwater. It's like a cave dwelling yeah. amphibian, um, some sort of salamander. Or, but it's got like yeah. Little, it's like weird. it reminds me of that. So he's just like so. Don't, like he's like here, check it out. Like he like, like he brings him down. He knocks on the door and he's like you know meet my slave girl. Ah uh, no. No, it's, and, a, it's a kid. And the will goes, how old is she? And she's like, I'm six. Uh. And he and she goes, I'll do anything you want. And he goes, then close your eyes. Oh, oh shit. Yes, go the will. And he just takes the, the, the thing's head in his hands and he just crushes it. Which means the will is really goddamn strong. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. And he's like, I'm going to get this girl the fuck out of here. And, like, this is where you realize the Will's a good guy. Yeah. You know, like, he's in a shitty job, essentially, but, like, he's a good person, which is why he was so hurt by the stock. Right. Um, 
So, I mean, that kind of sums up what them, like, we'll continue with them in, in the next issue. That's nice. So, like, that's the Will story. So he goes to the sextillion, and, like, it's it turns out to be, like, the worst experience of his life. Right. <laughs> like, well, like, I mean, it could have been great, but then this guy ended up bringing out the six-year-old, yeah. and he's just like, well, now I'm not in the mood at all. I just killed a guy, and I have to save this kid. At, I can't yeah. bring the kid with me when I'm going to bang all these chicks. I, 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 I gotta go. I should have brought the cat. God damn it. <laughs> Suffice it to say, uh, Alana gets Marco up to the mountain. These two have a long conversation about. By the way, I love Isabel's monkey ears, and yeah. that she was actually doing monkey ears at. Yeah, well, like that's kind of a thing of the, like the, all the Clevian people, They're the Clevian people had like weird big ears. It's kind of indicative of them, and all the kids had that. Okay. Um, and like Alana's pissed, obviously, and we spend most of the issue like dealing with the fact that she's really angry, right? About and, yeah, because Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn, and the fact that Isabel keeps trying to give her advice on how to raise her child, and like oh, she's like. She's like, you need to understand, I am the oldest of seven. So she literally knows more about raising children as a a child ghost or like a teenage ghost than Alana does. Well, yeah, as a Clevian. (laughs) Maybe landfall reef hybrids are different. (laughs) So it's like really, so it's really good that they made a pact because like, she's like, I will help you take care of this child that I actually know how to raise better than Mm, you do. So Marco finally wakes up. And she's like, she's like, I'm so glad you're alive. Who the hell is Gwendolyn? And he's like, yeah, about that. Um, he's like, is she your wife? And he's like, no, she's like my fiance. And she's like, that is not better. <laughs> so you need to understand, like, she was like, she was like the daughter of someone fairly important. So she got out of having to be in the war. And like, he like would write her letters and they started to like grow apart. And after he saw combat for the first time, he wrote to her. He's like, I don't think this is what I should be doing. And he wrote, and she wrote back being like, no, just keep up the good fight. <laughs> And he's like, we, this is, no, like, you literally don't care at all right. about me. You don't care about what I'm saying. And that's when he gave up and mm-hmm. met Alana. Okay. And he's like, I probably, I knew at some point we were going to have to deal with her because I needed to give our wedding rings back. And she's like, you gave me someone else's <gasps> ring. He's like, well, technically it's her grandparents' <laughs> ring. But like, they spoke worse. a different uh, dialect. So like okay. the rings had translators. So I thought we could put them to better use because we didn't know each other's uh, languages. Marco, so. here's the shovel. Boy. Just keep digging. <laughs> Just Because you're, you're doing a pretty good job. And I figure you can still get really deep. So she's like, fine. And like she kind of gets over it. And they're like, all right, let's keep going. And that is when Landfall shows up. In a ship. In a ship. Like a and like... And like Marco's like, I said I wasn't gonna like, I wasn't gonna use my sword anymore, but like, I might have to. I might right. have to do this, right? So, at the beginning, at the beginning, we got Prince Robot on the front. I love sometimes the covers have to do with what's going on. Sometimes I don't. But I love how these characters are written because every conversation I'm hearing is so goddamn real. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're very like they're in the most ridiculous, fantastical universe that right. they could be in, but they're such realistic characters, you're like, how is this possible? <laughs> Which helps you to get over, like, ridiculous yeah, things. Yeah, yeah and, like, how you're just like, well, whatever, no, this is a very established universe, even though it isn't. Like, because they're comfortable in their universe, you're comfortable in their universe. Right. So, in the beginning of this issue, Prince Robot is contacted by his wife, who's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, well, not to worry, I'll be home in no time. Right. I'm gonna give you a little spoiler here, he's not. Right, he can't go home. No. Well, he does not succeed anytime soon, and she will have that baby way before he ever sees her. Oh, is he also in the shitter? Yeah, he takes the call in the... In the well, because the call comes in on his head, so he's just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like texting right. on the can. Like, well, he, they don't know where you are. Well, he's like, well no, she, he tells her, too, uh, that he's in the latrine, but like... She's like, he's like, you can't use like the royal communication. Like this is a special communication thing for personal. Like he's like, you can't use that for personal conversation. But she does anyway. I just like, love the fact that there are no 
There are quite a few toilets. No stalls. No, yeah, no separations. No, no, it's kind of like... Well, it's a military... Th- I don't know. That sounds like a thing, it's like, right? It's kind of like a Roman thing. Where it's yeah. like, no, sure. this is the bathroom for like 20 people. But you notice he's also alone. The like, man I probably has a TV like head. I think we can move <laughs> past the fact that there's no walls in the bathroom. Hey, hey. There's always common courtesy. At the end of his phone call, his liaison runs in. It's like, hey, they found them. Oh, and, and he's okay. like, all right, fine, whatever. I guess I'm done in here. Um, so we're seeing what happened immediately before the ship showed up at the end of the last issue. Kind of. Well, the ship shows up, and then like, yeah, I guess we cut to like what was going on there. So yeah. um, this, this, well, no, this is the group showing up, and then they let them know that they had found them. Okay. And they're like, oh, that looks like one of ours. Like, oh, clearly he's taken her like captive. Oh. And then like this guy, like their main guy, like gets a call, and he's like, no, like we have to pacify them. And Alana's like, pacify means kill. I just want you to know that like, <laughs> for us, that means they're gonna kill us. Okay. So Marco's like, okay, it's cool, don't worry. And then he starts to swipe away at their shots, and Alana gets hit, and oh, Marco shit. loses his mind. Shit. Wow. Which is interesting because it's indicative of who he once was right. and why he's a pacifist now. Okay. Because like, and he's like, people have spoken of him about how like he was kind of a crazy person beforehand, right. and Alana's like, no, he wasn't. Right. Like. But no, he is. But he really was. Like, he, right. he, he's like, flopping off limbs. He's, he, well, he came from like a line of people who like, this is what they did. Like, you know, right. he signed up because he was like, I gotta fight the good fight. Right. So, we get pages and pages of him just annihilating people. And he's just he's just going until she finally shoots him. Oh, like, she wow. stuns him. She's like, you need to stop. And he's like, this is why I have you. Like, you take right. care of me. <laughs> like, oh, thank God she got hit in the arm. Okay. Yeah, she got hit in the arm. She's fine. But, like, he still lost his mind. It doesn't matter. And then we go back to the Will, who's trying to get... Out of the sextillion, because the time of the sextillion is over. It's done. Right. Oh, he even parked in long-term parking. Yeah, That's a he really did. Funny joke. He was gonna have a good time. <laughs> it's, no, it's, no, he's leaving. Day one. He's, like, he's been there for like two hours. And some. And so, I don't, what do we charge you? You're supposed to be here for at least a week. That's long-term parking. Yeah, I, 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 I don't care. Charge me anything. I'm not paying for it. White card. <laughs> and a representative from, and by representative I mean owner of the sextillion. Has oh, wow. the lion cat. This is Mama's son. Why does what? Don't question it. You <laughs> haven't you learned? What does she want with his cat? Well, she I wants think she the wants kid the back. back. Oh, yeah. she's like, I want the kid. No, you don't just come in here just and kill people. and kill people and then take people. I didn't say she could leave. That's right. not how this works. This is the sextillion. Right. I don't know if you know You're that. Breaking the code of the sextillion. Apparently, <laughs> she's like, okay. Here's the thing. I'll give you the cat back. You give me the kid back, but I'm keeping your white card and get the hell out of here. Oh, my white card, no. And he's like, okay, because like she needs to like pay for the damages. I guess that guy. Okay. And like he's like, I need to come up with a plan, and his plan will be to call the stock and ask for money, which we'll see yeah. later on. Like he's gonna wait because the stock has more money than he. Has. But his plan is because to- he needs to pay for her. He wants to oh, pay, he pay for the girl. He wants to buy her, wants to buy her from the sextillion, what? and now the white card's gone. I was like, well, why can't he just use the white card? Because they're like, no, fuck you. We're going to make Hotly Fart on you. Because it's Mama's son, and she's a bitch. Right. And that's it. So, they take the ship. They're going to go to the rocket ship forest. Right? Oh, oh, Marco and Alana. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, well, I'm looking at this. Marco and Alana, we cut back to them, and like Marco and Alana like, take the ship, because she's like, I once flew one of these in like a simulator, so... So I could probably do it. She's like... He's like, well, are they going to find us? She's like, no, I took out the, the thing that would let them find us. The transponder. Yeah, so don't worry about that. And um, then I also um, just need to focus on not flying us into a mountain because uh, I don't really know what I've never doing. actually flown so, one real. It's an old smuggler ship, you know, you just take it out, you bring it with you, float the tracker beacon. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they're like, they're actually having a nice time for like the first time in like how many issues. Yeah, they're things just are working like, out. They got the chicken. That's what it was. They're like, yay, we did it. We, we're getting away. Um, we're having oh, a and, and she's at home. You notice like, this is her kind of ship. Well, yeah, and you notice that Isabel is in here. In the daytime, Isabel disappears. She's only around at night because she's a ghost. Ah, uh, okay. And then she'll come out. At, I was wondering. So she'll go away, and then she comes back. So the stock meets up with the um, landfall officers who they took care of and is trying to get information and she gets the call from the will. Okay. These guys that are still alive somehow. Yeah, yeah. and... Um, they cauterized the wounds. Well, yeah. They didn't want to so, like, she didn't, he didn't kill all of them. He just kind of messed up some He's of them. cut up their arms and stuff. And like, he's like, I need your money! And she's like, what are you talking about? Hang on, I'm really busy. I'm trying to get some information. And then Prince Robot shows up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit! And Prince Robot thing. shows up with his friend, oh, the landfall representative, who thinks that the stalk is reaching for something, and he blows her the hell away. <gasps> oh shit! While he's on, while she's on the phone with the will. So oh, she's dead. Maybe she wasn't that much of a badass. Damn. Well, well no. I mean, against Prince Robot. Prince Robot well, is a true. prince. Well, because like she's doing like ten things. She's trying to interrogate. Prince Robot shows up. She's having a conversation with the Will. Right. Like you know what I mean? Look, so, I've got eight arms, but I've only got one concentration. Prince Robot. If you see here, the baby rattle shows up because now he's like twitchy because he's like, I'm gonna be a dad. So he just blows her away instead of risking anything happening to him. Right. That's a really interesting way of looking into that. That's cool. So. The will, by the way, at this like in the next issue, the will is gonna continue. Like, cause Prince Robot picks up the communicator and he's like, "Who is this? Who is?" This? And the will's like, "Who is this?" <laughs> I'm Prince Robot the Fort. Well, I'm the will. And he's and, like, "Oh, well, Prince right. Robot goes like, hey, um, I don't know if you're her boss or whatever, but I just killed her, so I just want to let you know. So, and the will's like, you need to understand, that I am coming for you." <laughs> the kid will come back. That's why it was important to tell you about that in later issues. That that the sextillion and the kid are gonna. Come back to all this. Um, she's like, I can't get the money, so I can't buy the kid from you. That sucks. <laughs> He's got to go deal with Prince Robot. Now. Yeah. And, like, Prince Robot's like, wow, okay, well, whatever. Good luck. Yeah, kind of. Hey, could you say that well, for me? He says, good lord, instead. <laughs> <laughs> good lord. Oh, good lord. Well, now I just imagine him with a British voice being like, I don't want you to do it. I just killed this woman. So <laughs> Wait, you're going, you're going to what? You're going to what? So... Good lord. Alana and Marco and Hazel and Isabel land their ship because they just fly over to the robot forest and okay. they get there. Rocket ship forest. Rocket ship forest. I'm sorry. I keep saying robot forest because we don't deal with the rock the rocket ship forest as much as we deal with the robot family. I just can't believe the that they got out of the endless people. forest. Well, yeah. I just want to know what this rocket ship forest looks like. Well, it looks like it was slashed and burned. Oh, shit. So and then Isabel so shows no up and Isabel's like, you guys are dumb. I keep telling you that there's all these like illusions that like my people put up. Oh, so it's actually. And then we get us. we get this sexy little centerfold here where she reveals that there are rocket ships there that look like trees. That's it's so a cool. wooden rocket ship. A wooden rocket ship. Yep. Hey, that would not work. No, it would. Trust me. <laughs> it does. It's magic. It, it literally work. is magic. Oh, okay. Alana has the same reaction to the ship that you do. Because <laughs> she goes, she goes. so we're taking our infant child to outer space and something made of wood. <laughs> and Marco's like, no, it's going to be great. Are you kidding me? Like, some of our ships are made out of wood because nobody can, like, find them then. We can pass all your tech because our ships are made of wood. Oh. And she's like, and Isabel's like, we can't just run in there. You gotta sacrifice something. You gotta give that. She's like, what? and Alana's like, are you kidding me? Oh my god, I've given this you magic okay. shit. <laughs> She's so I'm done. So done. With She's magic. like up to here with magic. And Marco's like, no, it's okay. I'll give you my sword. 
I'm not gonna like use it anymore. And he like breaks the sword on the tree. He's like, yeah, all right. Even though he just used it to save them. Yeah, he's like, but yeah, I'm all done with that now. It's cool. Never work. again will that ever be necessary. It's okay. I'll find another sword. I'm never gonna well, find another sword again. <laughs> and I was like, so you're gonna ditch your ray gun? And she's like, no, no, I'm not. Are you kidding me? No. What am I? <laughs> what do I look like an idiot? I'm not gonna rely on this magic. Yeah. Even though I've seen it work, because the snow thing worked. Like she got off the mountain. Well, she gets rid of the gun. What does she have? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Magic is Marcos. Yeah. yeah, she needs some kind of tech. Right, and he's a pacifist, so, so yeah. And she's got to be a mom. She's like, no, I got to protect my young. Exactly. So they get in the ship, and the ship immediately turns on and starts going. Like okay. it powers up immediately, and ignition begins. And they're like, it's like, I know where, where are we going? Go. Well, yeah, and that's and she's like, well, we're, who, who's driving? <laughs> and Isabel's like, no, you don't understand. You don't drive or steer a rocket ship. You just ride in it. And maybe you can influence where it's going to go if it likes you enough. <laughs> so now i got to roll a friendship check? What's the, what's the DC count on that? <laughs> well? So they're like, okay. A lot of tries. She's like, kind of like, makes hot. She's like, I would really love to go to Quietus. Okay. Is it quiet there? Well, it's important to her. And Marco's like, why would you want to go there? And she's like, well, because... I said I wanted to show our child the galaxy. I wanted to show them, like, this universe. Oh, Alana says it. I'm yeah, sorry, I was yeah. thinking Isabel says it. No, no, Alana no. says I want to go hey, to Torso. Quietus. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Torso says it. Yeah. I hate but you. no, it was, it was... And she's like, but I want to start educating our child, too. And that is where, the, for me, the smartest person in the universe lives. Okay. And he's like, like the Einstein of this Yeah, and he's like, like, all right. That's weird. And meanwhile, Prince Robot... Just takes the stock ship, which is a really cool. Ship. Why does it take its own ship? Well, because like he's like it's right there. It's here. It's literally oh. right here. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna check it. No, he just goes and checks it out. Because <laughs> uh, he's got like files and stuff. Well, that's what he assumes. He's like just Love checking. It. He's like, what do you got? And he like looks up on like what she had about them, like, and then. That's the... Oh, was that him? Is that the smartest man in the world? Yeah. Uh. What was he reading? Oh, he's reading the uh, the, the book. book, the romance novel. Written by... Oh, written by the the smartest man in the world. The smartest man in the world wrote a romance novel? To her, yes. Oh, he's so, not actually the smartest he's man. He's not. Well, he's just like, we well, will... she wrote... He wrote the book that made me love. He is... Well, here's he the thing. Like, he wrote... You remember um, James Earl Jones' character from Field of Dreams? Yeah. How, like, he wrote, like, books and then, like, nobody... Gave, and they, like, yeah. end up writing some crappy stuff later on. Right. That's kind of this guy. Okay. But, like, she oh, knows him from the romance novel. Nice. So he is an intelligent guy and we are going to meet him at some point. Okay. But, like, this is why the book was important. The book, like, is an overall, like... It's spurred on the relationship between the two main characters in the first place, and right. it's the ideals that Alana wants to live up to, but it's also what kind of is un their undoing, in a sense. So Prince Robot's like, I'm going to go to Quietus, because that's where I'm going to Right, find that's where they're going to go. Yeah. That was the next lead. Well, that, for him, that's the next That's the lo next logical jump. Because that's the next clue he has. Yeah, because he's like, well... It's like, well, where the hell else am I going to go? Yeah, because like, he read the book, he looked through the whole thing. Either they went here or they went somewhere. It'd actually be really funny if you're just like, guess. I'm going to go to the publishing house. <laughs> well, because the guy who contacts him is like, well, they're, they're off-world now. What are you going to do? They could literally have gone anywhere. And he's like, I think I know what you want. Right. So now they're in space, and they're in this rocket ship. Okay. And, like, Hazel's absolutely adorable. She looks like a little worm thing with horns. Because <laughs> she's she has, like, little horn buds, essentially, and then, like, little tiny wings on the back. And this is kind of where the shit hits the fan. And this is where the arc ends for this. And I remember getting this issue and then being like, what the... I mean, like, after every one of them went like that. Mm -hmm. Because they're on the ship, and all of a sudden the ship goes, like, blue on the inside. And they're like, what is happening? And, like, Isabel's like, torso. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, thank you. It's like, like, Isabel, who's that? It's like, the, there, this is a photosynthetic response. It's warning us about something. There's an incoming. Uh-oh. And it's a magic incoming. Okay. And these two people show up. On the ship? On the ship. And it's two people from Reef. Yeah. Because they have magic. Because they have magic. And they just do And Marcus has not the sword. And Marcus got rid of his sword. He's a fucking idiot. Exactly. And, like, you know, immediately, like... Um, Alana like grabs her gun and she starts like shooting and like every like hell is it's breaking like Han Solo loose. In, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Right. Like... Yeah, she's going for it and like Marco's got the baby and like he's like he's like no this guy and he's like speaking their moon language. They literally have a moon <laughs> language <laughs> because they're from the moon. The moon. They have their own language. Yeah. So he starts speaking their moon language and they're speaking back and all of a sudden they say his name. Okay. They're like Marco. Like you kind of get that out of there. Oh. And the reveal is. Written by the narrator, who is Hazel. Hazel. And then my grandparents came to live with us. <laughs> because Yay! that who has fo- followed them is Marco's parents. That's Yay. cool! So you can imagine, in the coming issues, all the things they have to discuss. Right. First of all, you left Gwendolyn, who we were totally right. cool with, and you married her. You married a, we don't like literally her. Literally, for her. had a baby. And you her. had a baby. And you didn't tell us. Right. And now you're on a ship. Also, you were imprisoned and... So... Surrendered. I was going to say, like, all of this is completely overshadowed by the fact that, like, for the first two minutes of their conversation, it's like... We have a grandchild! Yay! And then after those two minutes, it's like, alright, now that that afterglow is done, what the fuck? Oh shit, they shoot the ghost. They shoot Torso. Oh yeah. Torso no! She's a ghost! She's fine! Oh. Doesn't look fine. She yeah. gets blasted with magic though. Yeah, no, but she's okay. Okay. Because according to her, dad's dead. So that's okay. it. She's fine. She's totally fine. But like, I was like, that like was such a like left field reveal that yeah. it was his parents. That is random. It was random and incredible. And, like, these two characters, like, we keep meeting characters, and, again, some of them we stick with and some of them we don't. But, like, whenever you meet a new character, for the most part, you're pretty excited about it. And, like, I love the grandparents and the extra level of difficulty, to some degree, that they bring. <laughs> um, and they, they just, the two of them have a really good storyline, and they, it's really interesting how much they kind of, in a way, mirror Alana and Marco. Like, his mom is really aggressive, okay. and his dad's kind of fun and, like, chill, you know what I mean? And Alana and the mom don't really get along. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, It's an actual relationship. It's, it's a literal relationship in the middle <laughs> yeah. of this insanity. Of this utter insanity. And this is, like, this, for me, this was one of the best arcs they have done. They're all good arcs, but, like, this was, like, your introduction to this universe was this first arc of, like... Having the child to getting off of Cleave. Right. And meeting, like, your protagonist, your antagonist, getting an, an understanding of the conflict. All of these other people. Yeah. And yeah. the sextillion. Never forget the sextillion. <laughs> I'm never But from here, it just keeps going, and the ridiculousness never stops, okay. in a sense. And again, the thing That's for cool. me that really got me was big screen TV dad. Yeah. <laughs> Like even, I kind of want to see that now. Even <laughs> I'll show you over that. Is does he just like all regal and like? Is there a big picture on his face? Yeah, he's got this like fat little king body, and he's dressed in <laughs> nines and like kingly robes, and he's got this ridiculous yeah. It's ridiculous widescreen. It's unbelievable. So there you go. Brian K. Vaughn set out to write a story that could have the a budget that could never be done by TV. Mm-hmm. You, like no, how could you do that and make it still look good? 
You know what I mean? It would yeah. be too expensive. It's too dirty. Like, yeah. kind of even for HBO, especially later on. We go back to Sextillion. The return of the Sextillion. And at one point we run into this, like, giant troll thing, and it's just, like, it's just... Like, Genitals? Just covered in dicks. Balls. Uh, it's just big, hairy balls. Gross. It's just hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> but he wrote it also because he wanted a Trojan horse, a story about family. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is at its heart. It is a story about family and growing up and, like, the real kind of real-life relationships between parents and, like, how new parents aren't always prepared for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, the mistakes that they're going to make. And But you put it in this, like, lunacy, and it's... I mean, like, not that that kind of story would necessarily be boring, mm-hmm. but it's nice to know that, the, a, that the, the backbone is that, and then you have all this craziness. And, like, it just really drives the story on. And inevitably, since you know that Prince Robot's wife is pregnant, you have these mirroring stories right. of like essentially two different father figures and that is going to come into play and has if you're following saga you know for a fact that that has come into play in issue, in issue 24 and 25 and how crazy that reveal was so bond said that if the book hadn't succeeded within the first five issues those the main characters the parents would have died on the, the rocket ship platform <laughs> he would have just killed just them there. Right there oh yeah. shit wow like, that would have been it. That kind of tells you probably what's going to happen to them. Well, it's maybe... Like, they're going to die anyway. If one day. I, I mean, like, that. I, I agree with that. He's yeah. putting it in the audience's hands and be like, look, if you don't keep buying... <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Like, He'll just kill do him. I'll and, do it. And the people that are really invested, they're just like, no! Don't do it, Brian. Uh, but I also, like, I kind of respect that, too, where he, like, had the two, like, options. Like, he knew ahead of time. He was like, look, if it doesn't succeed, I'm not going to, like, just write something like... Right. spur of the moment and like try right. to make it work like here here's what I'm going to do either we're doing well and I'm going to keep the story going because I have that story or I'm going to kill these characters right here because I have that story too right so I like that that he had a plan this man has a plan and a canal and Panama yeah, no matter what um, happens. but like he's got it and I'm on board regardless of the twists and turns I am on board also meeting these guys they're awesome these two were so friendly. The people who made it? Yeah, Brian came on and, and Fiona Stables. Like, he was super cool. And That's then cool. when I met, because I met them in New York Comic Con, and they were sitting next to each other, and when I talked to Fiona Stables, he was sitting next to me and still listening to what I was saying, and I told her that the only reason I picked the book up was because of her art. Uh-oh. And he was like, thank you! Uh-oh. So and I was like, I just insulted Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> to his face. That's Why not, would I do that? That's what I meant. But he was really a good sport. I was like, no, see, because I'm like visual. And he's like, no, I totally get it. Like, he was really <laughs> cool about it. But like, I just felt like such, I was like open mouth, insert foot. So who's going to end the episode? Usually Sal does the whole, I don't oh. even know all the stuff he says. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wing this. Here, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, right. Well, that's been back issues, everybody. I'm going to try to do like Sal. I got to put my, wait, I got to put on my faux, like, mustache and beard combo. Here uh, quick kind of sharpie. No! <laughs> what? It's just for right now in the next couple of days. Yeah. So everybody, this has been Back Issues. Thank you so much for watching. And if you want to check out all of our other videos, you should head on over to the channel and check out Back Issues Off the Rack and Hack and Splash page. Check, yeah. Click the sanitation. That annotation there. Also, make sure you like and subscribe because, you know, we were almost to 9,000. It really helps us that out. That would be awesome. It'd be really cool if this video helped to get you guys there, but you'll probably get there before then. Yeah. You're not going to do it. You're going to lose subscribers from this. <laughs>
What are you people doing here? Come over. Everybody, we can't do it. Jesus Christ. Tpublic.com slash store slash TV hyphen little hyphen See, now you don't seem sick. You just click the description, the the link in the description. Fuck. He's a phony. It's been a year. A year's worth of back issues. Yay. And I, I'm sorry it was me who had it. I feel really shitty about that. No, it was great. It was a good episode. I was asleep most of the time, but I'm sure it was awesome. <laughs> you're, it you're was. A lot of it was awesome. I know. Kind yeah, of. I mean, stuff. I feel like we didn't like. You know what? For a year, this is going to be extra long, well, no, extra jam-packed I mean, like, version. Yeah, you get lots more stuff. I, really, I didn't. I feel you're like welcome. I didn't flub all that much, so I, mean, no. I don't feel like there's all that much editing you're going to have to do. It's just going to well, be not, super long. That's yeah. great. Anyway, that's great. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. This has been Back Issues. Uh, click the annotation bar here. I've made yours go away. And uh, oh. you can like and subscribe if you have them already. And we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of Back Issues and for everything else we do here. Thank you so much for giving us a year's worth of your life. Yeah, thank you. That's for you. Yes. We're not clapping ourselves. And for, clapping us. You. And yeah. for us. We, we deserve it. A little bit for us. Exactly. Well, I, there were like three or four claps that were ours. Yeah. I'm not clapping for you. Guys. Are we going to plug uh, weeklypull.net? We got it. Weeklypull.net. Stop on by. Tiffany helped design the damn thing. Help design it? I designed the whole thing. Thank you. And uh, we've also got a great. Right? Huh? Well, no. Uh, Danielle coded it. I oh, designed coded. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we don't we don't think about code. Yeah, and make sure you also go to the forums. Yes. Sign up for the yeah. forums. The community is growing. I'm really impressed. You guys are like really just taking off with yeah. that and like having some really great yeah, conversations. A lot there. of conversations. Yeah, yeah it's so really get weird. in on that shit. That's right. <laughs> I was like, do I want to give another one? I do. Yes, one I more. really do. <laughs> Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm gonna ring it like a paper towel. Uh, this one, paper towel? Who a rings paper, a paper towel? I guess Ben. He's, he reuses his paper towels. I try and be very tight paper towel budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I buy one roll a year and I make it last. <laughs> Are you throwing that paper towel away? I'm gonna throw that out. I still got plenty of uses left. Ah, uh, nope. Um, ben grew up in the depression. <laughs> we only had a potato for a whole year. I sucked on the skin for about two weeks. You would not live on that. I didn't. I, I died. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a ghost. We'd have to be. I'm depressing. depressing. <laughs>